Hello folks and uh, welcome back to uh, these podcasts that we've uh, started putting out a few months ago uh, simply for the purpose of equipping the local church to live missional lives as, as the King's ambassadors here on earth. Um, the first six podcasts were simply just like a, a little bit of a pilot just to see whether it's going to add value to the local church and um, as it turns out um, people from beyond the context of our local setting have uh, started to access and find value I think, I don't know, what are you up to, Peter? About three people are listening in now, and they're all finding value. Uh, g'day to those in Horsham. G'day to those in Queensland, New South Wales, Philippines, South Korea, Japan. So I think that should answer your question. Yeah. Hello to those people in Elizabeth that I know. Anyway, um, so, so as we kind of get back into um, a few more topics which we think can add value to each of our walk as sons and daughters in Christ's kingdom... Um, just want to kind of um, bring a little bit more understanding for those of you people who are jumping uh, mid-flight, uh, so to speak, about why we're doing this. I've mentioned, you know, the primary purpose. Um, but one thing that I want to make very, very clear is that this is not a systematic theological exposition uh, by Peter or myself, certainly not myself. This is not, um, this is not strict lineal um, teaching whereby you can go to the bank on this stuff and, and it's rigorous theology. Uh, having said that, it's, it's conversations that um, will hopefully be catalytic in your own faith walk with Christ, that will raise questions. You know, I remember Adrian Wilkie often quotes someone saying, um, you know, life is more about having question marks and exclamation marks. We want to raise questions so that you yourself go and seek Christ and he will be found as is promised in, the, in uh, his word. Um, so that's the first thing, and you know, prayer and, 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 and uh, encouraging you to spur one another on. But most importantly, that you feel like you have more value added to what you already have in order to live the life of Christ on this earth as sons and daughters sown into the world uh, for the increase that belongs to him and for um, other people coming to know the love which abounds from the Father's heart to them. Uh, look, just as it's worthwhile mentioning that a few people have uh, said, is there any way we can kind of feedback some of the questions we have, like some of the topics that um, you guys could talk about? Um, remembering that uh, I'm actually inviting Peter here to share, um, or I'm going to ask Peter questions on behalf of those people that are represented in the local church. So um, please do. How you do that, I don't know. You can you can send me an email at cjopic at starfishoz.com.au, C-J-O-P-P-I-C-H at starfish oz.com.au or you probably can do some feedback on a podcast therein lies the proficiency and understanding I have of podcasting um, so as we as we get underway um, you know we, we're thinking about things that can add value to the missional space that we're in and um, I would never have thought that this was something that uh, we we're going to find ourselves talking about Peter but um, recently we were sitting around a table and, and Robin and Robin Krieg uh, were sitting around there for those of you who don't know them that's a, a husband and wife Different spelling, same name, and um, Lady Roman, uh, to which we now affectionately call her, uh, talked about hearing from God in regard to boldness. And I kind of, you know, I took note, and it was very um, salient at that point in time. A couple of days later, I'm travelling in a Ute to a uh, Kanga delivery with uh, my business partner, mate Nigel Knowles, and uh, he was talking about how Thea Hennessy had been sharing on boldness. And so uh, it only takes two times, and then the third time is emphatic for God to say, yeah, there's, there's something in this boldness thing. And, and to be honest, I don't think about boldness. I don't talk about boldness. I have prayed for boldness, and people have prayed for boldness over me. But I, I thought we'd start by asking a few questions, defining boldness, 
Um, and I said to Peter before we started uh, recording, Peter, I hope you've um, hope you've got some some ways you can head us off in the right direction when it comes to speaking about boldness. So look, Peter, welcome again. And uh, <laughs> my question is, how, how do you define boldness? There's a few questions here actually. And what effect does boldness have and why is it important and who brings it? Well, firstly, we can often define things by stating what they're not. And one thing that boldness isn't, and that's bravado. Bravado, when I say the word bravado, I think of um, the movie Braveheart. Bravado is where we're up against an enemy, we summon inner courage, we summon inner strength, and we go in the face of incredible odds, trusting in our own ability, our adrenaline and our passion. That's bravado. Whereas boldness is an attitude of confidence, but it's confidence in God. And it's confidence in the things that he can do in us and through us when we enter into the situations that he leads us and when we go to the places where he wants us and when we go through the doors that he opens. If God doesn't open a door, then I'm going to need a lot of bravado. I'm going in my own strength. I'm going in my own resources. When God opens a door, I can go with boldness. So, in other words, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. Or I may not know not what to do, sorry. And I may not know how to do it. But I can have boldness because if God has opened the door, he will be the one who comes through. Is it fair to say that, you know, like if, it, if, if I'm thinking of a physical door and a door is open, you think, oh, should I go through this or not? I'm, I'm second guessing myself. I go through sheepishly. You're suggesting if a, if a door's open, we can boldly, with confidence, knowing that we're being led, we can go through that door with the purpose that we know the door's open for. Exactly. And so many times in the scriptures, boldness is actually used in, in, in synonym with the, with the word confidence. And especially the, the book of Hebrews invites okay. us to come boldly into God's presence. Yeah, right. And we've got boldness to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus. So Hebrews 4.16, we come boldly before the throne of grace. Hebrews 10.19, we've got boldness to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus. So because of what Jesus has done, we don't need to live in fear of God. We don't need to live thinking that we're going to get mute or that we're going to be judged by our performance. But we have full confidence in the completed work of Jesus to come into his presence. That's very good then because we've got confidence in Jesus who gives us access to the Father, we can also now have boldness in the other situations. If, if he has led us into a relationship with him as sons and daughters, then surely he will lead us to carry out the things that he's given for us in the places where he opens the door to. So I don't need to go, oh, you know, God, you've, you've given me a picture of that person at work and and you've, you've directed me in prayer to uh, speak to them. Oh, I don't know whether I should or whether I shouldn't. No, if God has directed us, then boldly, confidently, trustingly, with humility, we can, we can go into that situation. So it's not a matter of sitting at home and drumming up some reserves of strength and fortification and then going, because that's in our own strength, that's mm. bravado. Mm. It's trusting that we've heard clearly and then going, so there's a strong link between 
Knowing our identity and being secure in our identity and hearing the voice of God and then going with boldness on whatever adventure it is he leads us into. It reminds me, I'm trying to find it now, um, it's either 1 Corinthians 4 or it's 2 Corinthians 4. It basically says something to the effect of we no longer have confidence in our own competence but in God's competence, essentially shifting uh, the reliance upon the uh, empowering work from ourselves, the bravado, as you've mentioned, through to having confidence in the work, the completed work and the ongoing work of Christ. To have confidence in that, I think it's helpful too, because boldness by association in my own mind, you know, cinnamon seems to be offensive, brash, loud, extroverted, you know, bullish. Confidence, you can be quietly confident, you don't have to be loud, and (coughs) you can hold the course when you've got confidence. Yeah, second second yeah. Corinthians three four following is what oh, you're what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, and Num- such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are competent of ourselves to claim anything is coming from us. Our competence is from God, who has made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant, not of letter but of spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. And it's interesting the number of times the word there talks about a competence being in God. So the the God who gives us adoption as daughters and sons and makes us co-heirs with Christ then gives us that competence and so one thing that it's also important to say that boldness is not we've said boldness is not bravado yeah but that boldness is confidence rightly placed in uh, King Jesus who's open that but boldness is not arrogance also because with arrogance the yeah. trust is in the self yeah and with boldness the trust is in God and he, he, he trusts us Craig yeah. He, he trusts us with uh, adoption. He trusts us with identity. He gives us a security to go along with that. And so he trusts us then with tasks with which he also endows us with boldness to carry out those tasks. So when the word says, be strong and courageous or be strong and full of boldness, it's not saying go off to a quiet room and get that by yourself. It's saying there is a God. He has created you. He knows you. He designs you. As you hear his voice and follow into what he leads you, he will also then give you the reserves to carry out that which he's asked, else he would never have asked you to do it. Yeah. Look, I think it's, you know, whilst you're defining, and I think it's very salient and foundational to say that our our boldness is derived from a confidence in Christ. With that said, Christ has been appointed the head of the church, and in the church, I have you as a brother. And, and, I, and I must say, from experience, when I go into a situation where there are people in front of me with someone who shares the same empowering presence of the Holy Spirit, that uh, enlivens and encourages my boldness. So there's a value in the church going two by two that we see linked back to Luke 10 as well. Um, but a warning would be that we can become a little bit kind of mutually backslapping in some of the things we do without any consideration of how we're serving the people who are standing in front of us. That's, that's a little bit of an aside. As, as our time kind of closes with our value and not uh, speaking for much more than 15 minutes, um, and uh, as a result, we, you have many, many questions, and we encourage you to take them to Christ. Um, uh, probably, the, you know, if you can summarise, Peter, and, and you're going to have to summarise because you can't exhaustively do this, what, what, what's the primary effect that boldness has as we're in the world as Christ ambassadors? The primary effect is a topic that you have on the list for one of these future podcasts, and that topic is rest. All right. When we go up the mountain, if I am roped to the person in front of me and I'm roped to the person behind me, 
I can have boldness with my next step. Yep. The world can fall out underneath me. I can find myself halfway down a crevasse, but I can rest while I'm walking on the mountain because I'm attached to a person in front of me and behind me. Uh, when all of a sudden there's a tug around my waist because someone else has fallen down a crevasse, I can also be at rest because they're roped to me and I'm roped to someone else. Because we're connected to each other and through each other we're connected to the Holy Spirit, we can have boldness to take the next step. We can have boldness to go deeper into the, into the things that the Father has called us to with confidence, with trust, without anxiety, without fear, but with rest because we're connected to him through each other. If, uh, if for no other reason, I myself am learning some things here and growing in some, uh, some of the understandings of the gifts that we're given through the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit. We'll sign off and um, check in with something else in the progression of how this conversation is going. Thanks for listening.